Hi, welcome to the first episode of Behind the Painting, a podcast which aims to explore the side of the art world we don't normally get to see. My name is Thomas Underhill, and for our first, slightly truncated episode, we'll be looking at art forgery. This is where the idea for this podcast really started, but as I started to do more research around the edges of the idea, I found that the world of art business was more interesting than I could have ever given it credit to be. Despite all this build-up, let's start with forgery and then see how we go from there. A quick Google search of the word forgery nets you this definition. The act of forging a copy or imitation of a document, signature, banknote or work of art. So forgery doesn't have to be art, but this podcast isn't behind the signature, so we'll be focusing more on the art side. When I used to imagine forgeries, it matched with this definition copies of existing works of art, the Mona Lisa for example, but now I can see this makes no real sense. Let's say I tried to sell off a fake Mona Lisa that I'd painted. All the prospective buyer would have to do is take a trip to the Louvre and see the genuine article sitting there, and it would take a better salesman than me to convince someone that the Mona Lisa in the Louvre wasn't really painted by Leonardo da Vinci. Instead, forgeries are most often done in the style of the old masters, claiming to be undiscovered works. The most famous perpetrator of this was the Dutch forger Han van Meegeren. Sorry about the pronunciation, it'll only get worse. Van Meegeren started off as a painter in his own right, but got fed up with his critics and turned to crime. Most famously, he forged a set of Vermeers, one of which he sold to the Nazi commander Goering. This was his biggest mistake, and I don't just mean morally. After the war, the Vermeer was found in Goering's possession, and Van Meegeren had to confess to forgery to escape the worst punishment of selling off Dutch cultural possessions to the Nazis. At his trial, he even had to paint a Vermeer in front of the jury, just to prove that he could. Van Meegeren became so famous that there were forgeries made of his own work, including by his son, Jacques Van Meegeren, who wasn't very good at forgery, but could replicate his father's signature to a T, so managed to make a bit of money off that. Another more contemporary forger was the British forger John Myatt, who now has his own TV show on Sky, Fame in the Frame, where he paints celebrities in the style of the old masters. His website proudly boasts that he is the biggest art fraud of the 20th century, and that in prison they called him Picasso. For my next port of research, I went to the website for art analysis and research, and there I found three things of interest. The first was this x-ray picture of Rembrandt's A Man in a Gorget in a Cap that I highly recommend you check out. It's amazing to see the drawing behind the painting. The second was a really good passage on the processes that the company uses to authenticate works of art. This led me on to another article, the third thing of interest, about how famous comedian Steve Martin, of Three Amigos fame, was scammed when he bought a $700,000 painting by Heinrich Kampendonck, which turned out to be... not by Kampendonck. While I'd love to interview Steve Martin, I gave up on that idea almost immediately. But the article led me to thinking, did Steve waste his money? He almost... he got the piece of art he wanted, it just wasn't by who he thought it was. I'm not trying to advocate forgery here. False advertising is illegal for a very good reason. But it does make me question a few things. Did Steve buy the painting just to sell it off when it had gone up in value? 
And is that the right reason to buy a painting? Is there a right reason to buy a painting? But perhaps more importantly for the topic that we're on, how much value should we attach to a name? An artist can have a certain reliability to the quality of their work, but if you like a painting enough to spend $700,000 on it, does it really matter who painted it? Unfortunately, this episode I don't have enough time to answer those questions, although I slightly suspect all the time in the world wouldn't really help. But for more on Steve Martin, as well as a look at the legal side of forgery, tune in next week. And if you have any tips or contributions, please email thomas.underhill at westminster.org.uk. That's all for today. Thanks for listening.